Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are just going to make this episode one big shady story because Mm. we have... This was decided about 30 (laughs) seconds ago. (laughs) We have enough to talk about with our trip to Mexico. so much to talk about. As it is. So I don't think we need to get into everyone Everyone else's drama this week. We got enough of our own. (laughs) We need to focus on our own. Um, And there might be some TMI about bathroom situations. Mm. So... Mm -hmm. Trigger warning for that. Um, but yeah, so I think we need to start off first and foremost with what? <laughs> our first day there. So we go to check in. Rooms aren't ready. No problem. No you know problem. what I mean? We'll get a margarita. Yeah. Some tacos. We're golden. No problem. So we go eat. We get our stuff. Go change. Go to the pool. Within... <laughs> I want to say. I almost forgot that this happened. Oh, my God. I could never. It was the best first day I could ever think of. So Is it? Yeah, because it was just, I was like, damn, if this is the start, I can't wait to see what else <laughs> happens. So we get to the pool. All of our friends, not all of them, but a lot of our friends were already there. Um, Just like drinking, hanging out. So we get there. We're hanging out. I want to say maybe we make it like 60 minutes. We weren't there for that long. By the time the situation we are about to explain happened, I had left the pool for about 30 seconds to, I think, maybe go to the bathroom. And you weren't there? No, I wasn't there. I didn't mm-hmm. see it all unveil. I got out of the pool and I went to either the bathroom or to grab a drink or something. What Wait, was it? You knew. Okay, so. Oh, I went to go grab my phone because I was texting another group of our friends that wasn't there yet to let them know where we were. And in the time I went to go get my phone, send that text and come back to the pool. Somebody had gotten punched in the face (laughs) and they were in our group too. So it was funny because there was like a big group of our friends, but then obviously we were there for a wedding. So there was probably like 80 people, 81 specifically from the wedding also in the pool that day. So, and they had been there all day too. But it was funny because as soon as we got in the pool, not that we were judging, but there was like an older woman and she was wearing like a gold thong bikini. You couldn't miss her. Like, no gold shining. And we were like Like picture Sharpe Evans, like in in her year. Yeah. In her (laughs) late 80s, 60. Let's be fair. Let's be respectful to the woman that likes to punch people. Um, So (laughs) anyway, so like we had already noticed her because it was kind of like you couldn't not. But no, anyways, she wanted to stand out. She wanted to be a superstar. And she was. Um, and so anyways, we had seen this lady earlier in the day. We didn't think anything of it, whatever, besides her bathing suit was fun. And, but besides that, that I was, did make a comment about her. I go, dang, I hope that's me living life. <laughs> and I'm sure it will be. And I, I could I see mean. that for us. But so anyway, life goes on. We're in the pool. All of a sudden, somebody gets punched in the face mm-hmm. by this woman. Mm-hmm. Like, totally unprovoked at the time. We didn't know the full story. Like, all of us just see this lady walk up to her, boom, right in the face. Full contact. I I didn't see it, but from what I heard, full contact. And dart out of the pool. The older lady just darts after she punches her (laughs) in the face. She wanted to do a hit and run. (laughs) And so, like, we see a few people from the wedding that we know, like, go chasing this old lady out of the pool. We're like, 
the hell is going on? It's nuts. So you see this girl like holding her face. It's like getting red, getting swollen. We're like, what the fuck? She literally just punched her. What's going on? I come back to the pool and everyone just like, someone got punched. So I go, what? What happened? And it was just so... We had done so much traveling to get there. We had been traveling since 2 a.m. Um, and and at this point in time, it was probably like 2 p.m. in the afternoon. But I was so delusional. Like, I'm like, am I making this up? Like, yeah. Like, like, are we really me? here? Are we sleeping on the plane still? We're dreaming about this. So anyway, she punches her, whatever, darts. Everybody in the pool at this point, just looking, trying to figure out what's Every going on. Every single human at the pool was staring at this our group the situation it was yeah. our group at this point we have to take accountability for yeah i group. mean i guess um and so the story behind it supposedly is, is that what we pieced together this is what we gathered throughout the rest of the week <laughs> um we our group the wedding party had brought a couple floats to the pool like yeah. to take cute pictures and whatever um for the bride and groom and these kids were in the pool. They ended up using the floats, like, for a while. Yeah. And then we wanted the floats back. Somebody in our group asked for the floats back. And that's why she got punched in the face for asking for her floats back. Yeah. And I heard people, I did actually, when we were getting up to leave from the pool, we were grabbing our stuff from the chairs, people that were with Gold Swimsuit Woman were complaining they're like oh who takes floaties from a child you're gonna take floaties from my kid like ma'am if your kids want floaties that bag one they let you use them for majority of the day and let their kids have them but two buy your kids floaties from the fucking gift shop or bring your own floaties like there's and three actually this should have been number one there's no reason to punch someone for asking to have something that was theirs to, to take it back. Yeah, I think it was just the sense of entitlement that we witnessed all weekend, which we will get into mm-hmm. the multiple other occasions that we were a part of. But specifically, just like if you're using floaties, even if they were owned by the pool and somebody else wanted to use them for a while and your kids yeah. had used them all Teach day. Teach your kids how to like, share. Like, sure. Like, it's just really, like, you don't own them and you know that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it w- couldn't have been just like, oh, thank you for letting us use them for the day. Like, hey, right. let's give them back to, like, thank you so much. Like, no, just and also her in the teaching face. your kids like that's how you that's act. how life works. Yeah, you don't um, punch people. But also, if this woman was so concerned, like about the kids, like now you're those kids just witnessed you punch someone in the face. So how traumatic is that? I mean, that's more traumatic nuts. than losing a floaty. I'm telling you that right now. Um, so, so this is all going on. The commotion's going on. This woman gets kicked out of the resort. As she should, because, uh, she would have not wanted to stay at that resort. And that's with what our group kind of, of saying, Amy. like, I don't think she realized how many people of that group there were. Yeah. Because, like, it would have been a not fun weekend for her probably after no. that. And the poor girl that got punched in the face, like, she got punched in the face. Her face yeah. was swollen, like very red like I felt so bad for her well like nobody even knew what to do because it was such a shock it was so uncalled for <laughs> like the most out of pocket thing I saw at that point in the trip at that point but let's get into so then all this commotion's going on everyone's trying to figure out like tell the workers the story and we're kind of just sitting back trying to get the story of what happened um and meanwhile, so we go, we're like, let's, you know what? Let's get another drink at the bar. Yeah. Let's you just know relax. What? Let's just take Hang our mind out. off of that. That's crazy. Have a good time. So we go to the bar as we're like sitting in the bar about to get cozy. Somebody throws up 
in the pool. Yeah. And so. Not too far from us. We, like at first we thought the workers were trying to make like a dramatic scene to get everybody to get out of the pool because of all the commotion that had been going on. So nobody moved too quickly. But then one of our friends was like, no, she just puked in the pool. I, know, like, I, I saw it. jumped onto one of the ledges within the pool, jumped over that and like hurdled myself out of the pool. Yeah, I don't think I've moved so fast ever. I mean, to be fair, do you know how much is in that pool anyway? I mean. Too much. But I think we talked about it regularly. Like, no, I didn't see a lot of people getting out using the rest. 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 <laughs> no one was using the restroom. So they were definitely going in the pool. Um, oh, that's so unfortunate. And we fully had a friend that was like <laughs> diving around the pool. We're like swimming. Do you know what's in here? Please stop. Um, just along the bar, just living his best life. Yeah. Water boy, if you will. So, yeah, that was the first day of events that you would think that was the end, but it wasn't for me. It was for you. You were totally fine and content, but I. For the day. Yeah, for the day. (laughs) I go back to my hotel room with Evan. And as we said, we're pretty delusional at this point, but. What I am about to say was not a delusion, and I put my I'm life still on the not line. Sure. <laughs> um, so we get back to the bedroom, and it's pretty late for us, anyways, because we had been up for a full twenty four hours. We finally get comfortable, get in bed, all the lights go off. Evan, you know, instantly falls asleep as, as one, one does. does. <laughs> no, as he does specifically, not one, Truly. just him. Um, and so I'm laying there, like trying to fall asleep. I swear to God, about 10 minutes in, once all the lights are off, I I hear a fucking bug laugh at me. I didn't and believe when you. I you were like texting me in you, real time. When I tell you it laughed, it was like <laughs> evil laugh, an evil <laughs> laugh and memorize it because it's burned in my memory. And I never shot up so fast. I whacked Evan. I'm like, get up. And he thought, so he claims, though, he, d- he does say that he heard it because it was so loud. Like, it was so loud. There was no denying that it was in it's our room. It's kind of terrifying. He said he heard it, but it was, like, kind of in his dream. So he, he thought was somebody like, was laughing in his dream. Yeah. So he was, like, in and out. And so, like, he thought, like, it was in his sleep. But I'm like, sir. I can't blame him because that happened to that, me at one point in the trip, too. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was so delusional at that point, but. The gaslighting that I experienced after that was crazy because, <laughs> like, he did not want to move rooms at that time. He was but, just like, making excuses. Yeah, but we had known, like, another group that had a bug in their room. So I'm like, what if it's this bug? Yes, what, what if, if it's that? that? All I could picture was me finally falling asleep and it just being on my face. So I'm like, we have to move rooms. I do not care. Like, we have to move rooms. So we call the front desk and... They're like, okay, we'll send somebody to look for the bug. I'm like, you're not going to find this thing. It's in the bed somewhere. (laughs) And so the guy comes with mosquito spray. I go, no, 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 no. It's not a mosquito, please. (laughs) Like, too late. Don't. He just comes right in. He goes, no English. Comes right in. So doesn't. Apparently, no does not mean no in <laughs> Spanish and just comes right in and starts spraying everything with mosquito spray. Like that was going to stop it. I look at Evan. I go, you need to get him out of here right now because now we're going to die of mosquito spray if it's not the bug. 
Oh, so I call the front desk while the guy is still in there. I'm like, ma'am, he is just spraying mosquito spray. This is not going to work. We need a new room. She goes, okay, okay, I'm going to send somebody else. Yeah, the next guy comes. Two guys come. This guy leaves. Next guy comes. He goes, where's the bug? I go, if we knew where the bug was, the bug would be dead. We would have no issues here. So he goes, where's the bug? I go, I don't know. Dude. I go, it didn't come out. And this is when like employees started like actually laughing at me too. And like Evan was so tired. He was just like, Let you handle it. <laughs> you handle it. So I'm like, it didn't come out until it was pitch black. <laughs> they were like flipping on all the lights trying no. to search for it. So he, he goes in the room. Turns off no, the lights. No, he didn't. Yeah. You but didn't tell only, me this part. Only for one second. For one second, he turns off all the lights. He goes, I don't hear anything. I go, sir, it is not going to just happen. It waited till it thought we were sleeping. So he ends up leaving. I call the front desk again. I go, we have to move rooms, period. Like, I can't sleep in here. Yeah. I know what's in here. I will not be able to sleep. So... They don't it was send, mocking They you. don't send anyone to get our stuff. So Evan's ready wait, to. Wait, you have to premise with this is this resort was built within the mountains, not just on a mountain, within the mountains. You had to golf cart everywhere, which like wasn't a big deal at all. But to really move your easy bags. Bag, but to move your bags, you needed a golf cart. Yeah. So they like don't send anyone, but they that guy, the second guy, had a key to the next room, like, in case he determined that he's found the bug. But I told him before he left, I go, Mm-mm, like, we need that key because we are leaving this room. And so he gives us the key and he's like, tell the front desk you're going to move. Yeah. So we call them again. We say we're going to move. So we had to pack up all of our stuff. That was probably, like, just starting just to be. Just being everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just being everywhere. Because mm-hmm. you know me, when we go on trips, when we, we start in. unpacking, everything's everywhere. So. Evan's like so dead at this point. He's ready to murder me. He's like, all right, let's get the stuff and go. So we start going and we have to go like up and down and up and down. Like what your parents and grandparents say, like, oh, I had to walk up the hill, like in whatever Ten miles way you, to get to. That's, that's what, what you actually like. did. <laughs> and that's what it felt like because it was so late and we were so delusional at this point. But we made it to the next room. No bugs were there and we were fine. But after that night, like I was so paranoid. And the next day, too, trying to explain the story of the laughing bug, like you were like, what do you talk? Like, are you yeah, a good girl? Yeah. Like, are you, what are you talking about? Like, no, seriously, it occurred. I was like, drink your mimosa. Let's go to the pool where we were met with um, more adversity, if you will. Good God. This was kind of crazy. So we're having, you know, a nice day at the pool, getting some drinks at the pool bar. Mind you, we have a very large group, um, but we didn't want to take up all the chairs by any means. We had one dedicated chair that majority of our friends kept all of our bags, all of our towels. Literally one chair between like 20 people. Yeah. Because we were being considerate. We're like, we're not going to take all all these chairs while we're in the pool drinking all day. So we come out of said pool to go to lunch, grab some food, and five chairs this way empty, a chair empty this way. There's like one other person. We're grabbing our bags. There's a lot of us trying to grab our stuff. And I'm like, oh, before I put on my cover up, I should probably, you know, wipe my legs off so they're not dripping wet. Well, because there were so many of us, when you grabbed your stuff, you kind of had to like step behind like the line of chairs to like start putting your stuff on or like if you were spraying sunscreen or whatever, you had to like step away, step away. So I stepped away and I just set, 
briefly for about 10 seconds, my bag on the chair that just happened to be in front of me that nobody was in, set my drink down on the ground, and I start wiping my legs with my towel. Within five seconds, some woman whipped her body out of the pool. Literally out of the pool. Out of the pool, went up right up to my bag, whipped it three chairs over it, hit another lady that was laying down, and proceeded to take my drink that was on the ground, knock it over, and I go, excuse me, what? And we went back and forth, and I was like, I just don't understand why you had to throw my bag you could have just asked me to pick it up it was sitting there for two seconds this is what i didn't get about the whole situation and it did get to the point for like a second but by the way when she got out of the pool to throw her stuff to throw britney's stuff off of her chair which was one thing and it's not like we were moving in to take her chair no i was visibly yeah like getting my legs um it's not like she was trying to use it like she was in the pool not w- like she was she, swimming in the at pool that moment if she was laying on her chair you would have never done that no i would have never touched if anyone her chair was in the chair no one ever would have done her, it. not i say her chair the public pool chair yeah and by the way the drink that she decided to toss was on the ground you don't own the ground she whipped it across like it was the whole thing was crazy but she didn't say a single word to us when she came up because i was also she behind the chair things. and like I was behind the chair and my she was drink about to was get on your the drink ground. Next. Oh, I grabbed the drink right <laughs> off her hand. I'm like, ma'am, mm-mm, that's mine. <laughs> like, do not touch it. But it I was, was just, awe. it was weird because you would think as a grown woman, like if you were in that situation, if I walked up and someone was taking my chair, which by the way, I've never dive out of the pool like a dolphin onto the chair. <laughs> like <laughs> I would have just let it happen. And if, if when I wanted to go to my chair, someone was in it, I would say, oh, excuse me. That was my chair. Is there any way I could have it? Yeah. Not, she didn't say a single word. Not a word came out. No, she just started doing just started and throwing. Tossing, throwing as if like, like a little child. It was like a child. And then she was like going back and forth with me. Her husband stepped in. He goes, I know you're a part of a big group or something. I go, yeah, and we're using one chair. And my stuff was barely here for two seconds. And your wife decided to throw it. And I don't even know what he was trying to say to me. I go, I honestly don't care what you're saying right now. Yeah. There was no reason for her to whip my bag over. Then I had to go apologize to the other one. I go, I'm sorry my bag hit you. That woman threw it. Well, she was it was like, just, it was wild too, because there was so many of us that like saw the situation and were actually alarmed because we are the last people who like want an altercation. We were there for our friend's wedding. wedding. Like nobody wanted to be involved in anything and it just kept finding us it did and we were like why is this happening what like is why is everyone on? so mean on vacation yeah <laughs> what's up their butt because it was just something. wild but after like the husband realized like we were all just kind of like what the hell is going on like he realized like his wife was the one that was actually in the wrong mm-hmm. he kind of just like floated into the distance he did um, and even that lady in the other chair like she was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that woman over there. She's like, but you can take our chair. So her, that, the woman who got whacked with your bag. I felt so bad for no, her. Her husband was standing behind and he like said to me, he's like, I am so sorry. Like if you need to use our chair at any point, like feel free. You don't need to like, you guys can lay here if yeah. you want. He's like, I don't care. Like it's vacation. That That is just way yeah. too far. Like he was like. So Paul, yeah, like so surprised that was going on. I'm like, listen, we don't want any trouble. We just want to go to lunch. But then after that, also, like we were so terrified of what this woman was going to do to our stuff that was on the chair, because like we said, there was 20 people's stuff on this chair. 
So then we had to like take all of our stuff to lunch with us. It was just such a hassle. Like, it was Who is this crabby on vacation. No, and then one of our friends called me and he goes, Oh my God. Then you, you turned into your mother. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> Do you know where Tracy's bag is? And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, did she have it on the chair that everything's at? And he was like, yeah. I go, oh, not again. And I like whip my phone down Brittany and got charged. Up. I got up from lunch and I charged back towards the pool. And I go, we're going to throw more stuff now? Pretty just walking, yelling. Like she looked like her mother. Her, her shoulders went back. My friend, it was like everyone was saying new, that I went to Cheryl Mode. A whole new person. And she was just stomping and yelling at the same time. And I was like, oh my God. So I <laughs> You sprinted after, after her. I'm like, because at this point, you were like, too, no, 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 you don't need to be involved in this. I know. I'm like, stop getting yourself involved. Um, but at this point, too, Brian was like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> he was trying Lord to calm save me, me down. <laughs> like, he me had down. given he up. Like, it's okay, at that Brittany. Point. Like, you're fine. All your stuff is okay. No, at that point, I think everybody was just so like over the chair lady. Um, but yeah, so that that was our second day, pretty adventurous. Um, what happened on the second day? The night, the bar situation. Oh, I wasn't there. I witnessed the whole thing with Brian. This was shit was nuts. So picture a bar. Everyone picture a normal ass standing <laughs> bar. One long side, two short side. Short, short side over here has got, you know, like, that's where the waiters are kind of going up to because I think that was the same bar they used for the restaurant that was right there. Main bar, you know, lots of open space. Side to the left, a little full, not too full. And there was one group of people immediately at the long side of the bar, two ladies standing behind them, and me, Brian, and our two friends approaching said bar. Two, one of our friends went and stood at said bar, as one does, and these ladies were pissed. They go, excuse me, there's a line. And he was like, what do you mean there's a line? Right. If it's a bar and there's like 10 seats or whatever, 10 feet of openness, you're going to go to the open And spot. then the bartender will, you know, use yeah. their bartender skills to approach customers at said bar. Right. And divvy up the drinks. Um. So they were not having it. And they were like, no, you need to stand in line. And so he comes and stand in line and he start, keeps thinking about it. And he's like, Oh, this, this is a bar. I can go stand how bar at the bar. Works. So he goes and stands at the bar. And mind you, as this is going on, there's a group of people that were like behind me and Brian. Because I was kind of scared of these ladies. And I had already just been through enough. So I'm like, I'm going to stand behind these <laughs> You don't need these to fight I'm like, woman. I don't need a fight. Um, there was people that came up behind us. We're standing there for a second. They're like, no, fuck this. And they went over to the other side of the bar. We're getting drinks. The ladies did not seem to notice or mind them on the left side of the bar. Just your, just our friend. Just our friend. And so the bartender goes to hand our friend a drink, and these ladies lost their mind. They go, no, not him. Not him. You can't give him a drink. <laughs> and me and Brian are standing there, and we're like, what, what the fuck is going on? So Seth is just like, the, the bartender gave me my drink. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know what right, to like, tell go you. Get your drink. Sorry you don't know how to operate a bar, but, like, go get a drink. So then it continues. And this man, we've called him pajama shirt man because he was wearing a pajama shirt with, like, khakis out and about. <laughs> I love it. We have chair lady, gold bathing suit lady, pajama, pajama shirt <laughs> Pajama shirt man is, like, with what we now found out was his new, new, newly wife. wed wife. He stands up. 
starts pointing at our friend and goes, that is no way to speak to a lady <laughs> after he's the one that's being, you know, like attacked by these old ladies. <laughs> There's no way to speak to a woman. This is not Chicago. And I'm just we're like, we're in, we're in Cabo. What's going on? Um, meanwhile, I made friends with these like cute old ladies behind us. And they're like, I mean, I mean, he's right. This isn't how a bar works. Like we shouldn't have to be standing in line. It was just this whole drama fest our dinner table was ready so we went to dinner it was th- there were so many of us that there was like a girl's table a guy's table and then pajama shirt guy apparently and his new wife were sitting a couple tables away from the guys the guys are just minding their own business you know eating having dinner. a time eating a dinner i pajama shirt guy looked like he was getting ready to leave his dinner comes up puts his hands on the shoulders of two of the guys and he was you know I just want to let you know and at this point apparently the guys thought he was going to apologize no. yeah cuz you would think like why are you still thinking about this on your vacation with your new on his wife honeymoon 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 <laughs> <laughs> no he doubled the fuck down and goes Yikes. I just want to let you guys know you're the biggest fu- group of douchebags I've ever seen and then he that looks so uncalled he, for he, he picks out another one of our guy friends who was wearing like a hunting brand hat or something. And he goes, and I bet you've never killed anything in that hat and walks away. And like, <laughs> what? Sir, what? He clearly has like something against, I don't know. I don't know. The Midwest, maybe. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what was Good going God. on with him, but he was just the problem. We just Not, felt. Yeah. It was just, I don't, that was day two. What even else happened after that? Things were pretty smooth sailing after that. The wedding was amazing. The most fun, most beautiful. I've never cried so much at a wedding in my entire life. Same. It was the most perfect day you could ask for. Yeah, I agree. I think it helped that like, just being like the the location, the destination, everybody had kind of gotten to know each other already. Yeah. And then like it was just dancing from the moment the dance floor opened. Which was to so the cool end. how they went about it. They had the bride on the dance floor and they said, oh, all the ladies get on the floor, get on the floor. And I think they played Dancing Queen or something fun and cute first. And all the girls were dancing Then all the guys joined it. I, the whole time I was there, I just kept thinking. This feels like a movie. Like it was just like pure happiness. Like <laughs> the last two minutes of a movie that's like a feel good film yes. was the entirety of the night, which I feel like is how every wedding should be. But like it doesn't always happen. Not everybody's always out on the dance floor. Not everyone's super happy all the time. You're you know you're always celebrating the bride and the groom. But like I've never seen so many happy people at a wedding in my life. Same. Like it was. Yeah. Everybody was just vibing. It was beautiful. I agree. It was so much fun. A couple people jumped in the pool to end the night in their full suits. Yeah. yeah. They did. They did be doing that. We didn't make it too, too long out after that, though. I made it to the after party for about 15 minutes. And then Brian and I went and got room service and it was the best decision um, yeah. that we could do for our bodies at that moment. We were like the first ones at the after thing and I was like so ready to go. And then as soon as I sat down, because we were like waiting for everybody. Uh-huh. Like, you hit a wall. Yep. 
Got a blast. I think if we all would have shown up there at the same time, the energy would have continued. But we were all kind of like sporadically like arriving off the golf carts. But it was it was good vibes. Yeah. And then Sunday. Sunday was rough. Um, Sunday, almost fun day. Yeah. We were supposed to all everybody from the wedding was going on a sunset cruise. Um, And I was not hungover in the morning. I don't think I was either. Let me be very clear. I was not hungover. I woke up with a headache once and it was on day two. And I think it was more so from traveling than it was from any alcohol. The struggle with being in Mexico Mm -hmm. is you can't drink the water. So you have to drink bottled water. But then you have to ask for like bottled water everywhere you go. And then like you just end up. Not drinking as much water. Yeah, you're not as hydrated Um, as you could be. And so that definitely doesn't feel good. But then also, if you get ice in any of your drinks. Which we all did. did, um, That can do it. And so by Sunday. You were feeling the feels of the ice cubes. I was feeling the ice cubes. Mm -hmm. And I have been to Cabo before. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't have. Shorter that, trip though, wasn't it a shorter trip? Or was it about the of. same? It was about the same. It was about the same. But it was not as bad as it was. And so like by the time we got on the boat, it hit you. It was not good. Mm-mm-mm. And it's very wavy in Cabo, by the way. You I can't was really shocked by how big the waves are. And even looking back on videos, you know how in videos like it's like does sometimes it doesn't things don't look as beautiful or as intense as like when you're really there. I looked at it, I go, these were the waves that Huge. we were out on. It was nuts. Huge. Um but yeah, so the boat was being waved around a mm. bit. Um and it's also so bad there. I don't know if a lot of people know this. Like I obviously knew because I went before, but you can't go in the water really. There's only yeah. very specific small Spots. areas where you can go in the water because of how intense the waves and like the undertow is. Um but the boat was rocking. And mm-hmm. to be fair, a lot of a lot of people were troopers and were rocking right along with the boat. Yes, they were. No, honestly, watching the dance floor that night was so funny because like the boat was like visibly going like this and you could just the see people the people just, moving back. They were just like going back and it. forth with the waves. Yeah. Well, Impressive. my stomach was going back and forth with the waves. Mm-hmm. And um, by the time we got back. I was so unwell. I got into bed and I didn't get out until the next day. No, you didn't. 24 hours, over 24 hours later. Yeah, it was really unfortunate not having you at breakfast or the pool. I was so sick. So that is a warning. If you go, definitely do your best to just not have ice. Because you weren't even drinking like the frozen drinks either, were you? I had one. Yeah. I had a sip or two of the frozen ones, but I was trying to stick to my go-to, which did have ice, Kila Sunrise, 10 out of 10 recommend. That was the best drink there for sure. It was so good. I wish we had some right now. That's crazy because I told you that I might not ever drink again. I mean, I wish I had some right now when we're filming the podcast, maybe like three weeks from now. Okay. Yeah. Right now, three weeks from now. Right now, I don't actually currently, um, I don't feel the, my best. I know, but the thing my is. My stomach like, hasn't been doing hot. Too. And 
the we drive down here, it like enhanced. They need to know. We didn't even get Chipotle. We didn't even do our ritual before this podcast. We, we have Chipotle every time we've done this podcast. I can't even think about Chipotle without wanting to throw up right now because I just can't think about any food that reminds me of, of what the trip. we were eating there. Yeah, like makes me just sick again. And like, it's so unfortunate because these are my favorite. No, the French fry. I could eat those French fries we had there again. The little short string ones. The chicken wings were very delicious. I mean, I liked the chicken cheese quesadillas but i know that's exactly what is um bothering you we had some good food there was a japanese restaurant there that was the best yes definitely uh we got a lot of good food there but yeah it was you know what i missed this morning actually was my omelet we got omelets like every morning no No, please sorry um I'm sweating right now thinking about it. I, I the, my head yeah. is starting to hurt a little bit. The more. ride here was so rough. Like, like I pulled out bags for both of we us. We were both <laughs> gonna throw up while I was driving, and it's just so yeah. It very fun time, feeling the repercussions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all in all, good weekend. Lots of shadiness. Um, there was shadiness right up until the end with that guy at TSA in where the fuck were we um dallas yeah we were in dallas we had landed there and we had to go re-go through security because we had a connecting flight and he pulled my bag off the conveyor belt and he goes ma'am you've got three large bottles of liquid in here where are they and i go okay all my toiletries are in that middle pocket and he starts looking he goes no there are three large bottles of liquid where are they and I go, I mean, we got three bottles of vanilla at duty th- free that we took through customs. We claimed, I go, they're in my boyfriend's backpack over there with that guy at TSA seems to be looking at him. I go, but I don't have three big bottles of liquid in here. And he was like, no, my, my detector showed something, which like, this probably isn't good if they're detecting the wrong shit in the wrong bags. Um, just a thought there. Uh, Dallas is airport. Um. Maybe consider if that. anyone wants to follow up on that, I can let you know the exact spot I was in at the exact <laughs> time so you can um have a talk with that officer in that machine. Um, anyways, so he thought that they were in yours, he was they convinced they were my bag. I as I was want- pointing over at the bottles of vanilla, I have to point out because as soon as Brittany they were from my mom her, and Brian got mom. her little ass in that duty free, I was like, You're gonna cause us big problems. It wasn't a big problem, you weren't even with me at this time, but I knew there'd be a delay. I had to go through my and entire I beat you to the gate. Yes, you did. Yeah, but I, I literally, I called it. I was you like, did. you can't smoothly do that. Like, there's no smooth operation. They're going to ask you questions. Which was fine. They could have just looked at the bag and we, like, we would have told them, like, that's vanilla. It's all bottled up, packaged up exactly how it's supposed to be. Like, they had it in, like, three different bags and then, like, zip tied. I and, never like, fully understood how that worked, though, because, like, technically, shouldn't you have to put that in your checked bag then i don't know they didn't say anything like that and we asked at customs and they were like no you're good um that was the smoothest time we ever made it through customs but this guy and i was like no that bag has my bathing suits this because i use papkin cubes which and also why is he just asking you just look just look he he started looking and i was like and he was like i don't see them where are the bottles like i'm like sir i don't know what to tell you felt (laughs) like like i was being made them invisible (laughs) i felt like i was being interrogated he was like what did you do with the bottles even though i didn't touch the damn bag i was like get a better and then he like put it back through the machine and it was fine 
I don't know. Then I had the best McDonald's of my whole life, and I'm thinking about it right now, and I really wish I had McDonald's fries. It's absolutely wild. I can't think about any kind of food except specifically clean food. When I got home, I had the biggest bowl of fresh Lettuce? fruit. No, because they also say, by the way, that you shouldn't really eat the fruit because, like, they wash it with whatever the well, water and, and stuff. Too. And lettuce. I mean, that didn't really stop me, but it was hard to find fruit besides breakfast. Like, breakfast, yeah, they had yeah, a lot of fruit. Yeah, it was hard to come by. But there wasn't probably, really a lunch buffet, though. It's probably because it's all-inclusive. You Like, fruit's kind of expensive, so, like, if you're just yeah. giving fruit all the time. That, and they pricey. use it for drinks, and they use it for stuff. So, like, they probably don't want to do that all day. Yeah. Um. But I was just, when I was sick that night for the 24 hours. You wanted all fruit? All I want, I couldn't think of anything except fruit. And Evan did end up finding some, but I think. Really where? No. What so a good man. There, um, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is what happened. So the guy gives him a huge thing, a to-go box, by the way, which they kept telling us on the resort they didn't they have, have to go a, boxes. They had to go boxes. And so this guy. Like the straws. Um, he made friends because he went down by the pool right by our room mm-hmm. while I was laying in bed for the day. And he made friends with, like, the bartender guy and yeah. told him, like, hey, she's not feeling good. Can we please get some fruit, whatever? So he gives him this big thing of fruit. And he says, oh, it's honeydew, cantaloupe, and there's some grapes. Mm-hmm. And so he brings it up. And I swear to God, it was not honeydew or cantaloupe. What, what was so it? I don't know. It looked like it, but it was, like, a different color and texture a little bit. Interesting. And I was like, maybe they call, like, dif- a different fruit the same thing. I don't know. But I could hmm. only eat the grapes. So then when I got home, I went to the grocery store first thing and bought all fruit and just ate a big bowl of fruit. Um, but, but it's been a struggle, still a struggle. And that's actually why probably this podcast is a little late. Mm. Um, <laughs> fine. We're but fine. Yeah. Uh, we had good stories. Yeah. What even else? I don't even know what else, man. I'm ready to just not do anything forever. I know. I want to <laughs> sleep. But we made it. Um, we struggled on the way here and we're powering through life mm-hmm. and our stomachs will cure, which you can do things to, um, help prevent it. Like, I guess there's Pepto-Bismol ta- tablets that you can take like two a day or something while, while you're, you're there, there and it's supposed to help prevent it from no happening. I, I didn't did more research into too. preventative measures. Me too. Well, to be fair, last time it wasn't that bad, so I was like, I don't care. Oh, last like, time for me was terrible. So you would have thought that you would have, but you went to a different place. You didn't go yeah, to Yeah, I went Cabo. to Cancun. Okay. And my stomach was wrecked, and I was there for like 48 hours, I feel like. Like, we got there Thursday afternoon, had full day Saturday, or yeah, Thursday, full day Friday, full day Saturday, left Sunday morning, and it hit me by Sunday morning. Yikes. My biggest uh-huh. fear was like being on the plane and having to just rush to the restroom. Yeah, I don't think that had happened to any of our friends on the plane, but since getting home, everyone's stomach's been a little. Yeah. Not the same sense, but it'll get better. It'll be fine. Just- I know, but I found out. So, like, a couple people that were there, like, extended their trip and had friends come, like, meet yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And I literally just, like, w- I was freaking out for them inside because. When I was, like, researching everything, it says you can get it, like, more than once. Yeah. Like, if you stay for a while in a place, like, that you're not, your stomach's not used to the water, like, the food, you can, it can happen multiple times. I was just like, oh, my God, I can't imagine 
being somewhere for two weeks and like feeling the way I felt that last day. I know. And they were powering through. They were like oh everybody that was extending their trip was just having like the time of their lives could stay out way we're past our not, bedtime. Yeah. We aren't the same. No, we're we not the same. Were. I think we'll hit we'll hit a um in a few years we'll we'll bounce we'll back. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe well. not. <laughs> That was our that that was our trip. That was our shady stories. Now let's pull out some shady stories Yay. from you guys. I gave myself the long ones. Thank God. My brain is foggy. I know. You kept saying that too. I'm like, please. That's how it feels. Hold on. My computer won't. All right. On. Shady story number one. During freshman year of college, me and two friends were starving and went to eat burgers across the street from campus. We walked in, got food, and sat down to eat. About 10 minutes in, my friend stopped eating and had a look of shock and serious concern on his face. He said we need to leave and repeated his sentiment multiple times. We were concerned and walked out with him. He told us angrily how he was going to get him back. We asked him what's going on and what happened. After a few steps, he leaned on my shoulder and was asking for me and making sure I was there. We began walking with my friend, leaning on my shoulder and our other friend's shoulder. He told us how this guy on his floor that we knew had called him over and told him that he had made brownies and asked him if he wanted a brownie. My friend said another guy, separate from the guy that baked the brownies, had generically talked about weed brownies an hour before he went to eat burgers. My friend had eaten one of the brownies maybe 15 minutes before we left to get burgers, thinking it was just a normal brownie. They never told him they actually put weed in the brownies, nor did he know they even had weed. He began to feel the effects as we were eating. I was as livid as him after hearing the story. We slowly walked across the street and across campus with my friend leaning on both of our shoulders. He was repeatedly asking me if I'm here, even though he was leaning on my shoulder as we walked. He asked if there was something moving on his face, and I'm pretty sure I also put my hand behind his neck to make sure he knows that I'm keeping his head and neck straight as he was having a balancing problem. We walked across campus slowly and made it back to our dorm. As we were entering, we ran into the guy that had generically talked about weed brownies. My friend was yelling at him to get away and that he's going to get him later. This went on for a few minutes, and then we all entered the dorm and went to my friend's room. My friend repeatedly asked if his face was melting, and we would reassure him that it isn't. He would repeatedly get up and look in the mirror and ask if his face is melting. We gave him cold water that he slowly drank. The other guy started talking to him and asking him questions that got his mind off of it. And after a while, he began loosely talking and laughing and did calculus out loud in detail and listed all the presidents in order quickly. After an hour or two, my friend was fine, and I don't think he ever got that guy back aside from maybe in wrestling. Were they on the wrestling team or something? I guess, but I just think it's, I just think it's funny, like. I'd be so like This happens mad. so often. We talk about this so often. I feel often. like this is like a trope in every tv sitcom i've ever seen is somebody eats a brownie and wasn't okay, a normal brownie we've talked about that edibles are no joke and no, like they're not people who are experienced with them and like give them to people knowing that they don't have experience not cool it's so messed up because like it's just bad that it's poor just, guy I thought his I face was melting off i feel for this guy at least he had friends that like didn't have those brownies and could like talk sense and like try be to there to like down. calm him calm him down because imagine if he was just by himself going through that 
No, he was probably poor guy. He would have ended up in the hospital. That actually, I think, happens a lot. Yeah, but it's crazy too because weren't we just having this conversation? How like edibles have totally changed from what they used to be. So now people don't even know what the real dosage is anymore because like everything has gotten stronger since like weed became legal. Legal, maybe. Yeah, I feel like it's just gotten kind of the fact that I just feel like when weed was first a thing. It was never like that effect of making you think your face is melting. That's I mean, like that, acid. That can't just there was not just weed in that brownie. That There's no like way. That was laced with something. Way more intense than weed. That was not just Miss Marijuana. Miss Marijuana. Miss Marijuana. She oh, do, what are we gonna rank it? We I feel like we haven't ranked a shady story I in know. a minute. We keep forgetting to rank stuff. Okay. We did this on the bonus too with the clothes and we were mm-hmm. like, do we rank these or do we just give our opinion? Um, I'm going to say this is like six out of 10. Yeah. Nobody got hurt. Nobody. Did you want someone to get hurt? No. <laughs> I don't know if that's the standard. No. Maybe but. we're just like so fueled with aggression in stories. I think that's what it is. Shady story number two. IDK, if anything, could top any of the shady stories thus far, but about seven or eight years ago, I'm 27 now, I was bored walking around town and would do... Pretty much on a daily. Oh, as I would do pretty much on a daily. I don't have a driver's license still. I know it's sad. But one day in particular, I was walking by a church and decided to take a stroll inside. I peeked into where the pews are. I think that's what they're called. I'm not very religious. And there was a sermon or whatever it's called. So I was just wandering around, not in the sermon. And I found that I... I found what I believe was slash is the father's office. Files upon files, just papers everywhere and a computer. I did a 180 and saw a closet. I opened it up and lo and behold, there it was. A big bottle slash jug of communion wine. I gave it about two seconds before I thought, before I picked it up, opened it and chugged straight from the bottle. Needless to say, my walk around town was significantly much more interesting than the stroll just around the block. LOL. What? They stole wine from a church. That's nuts. I didn't even think that communion wine was that potent. Like, I didn't, like. I think it's just regular wine. I thought it was just juice, and they said it was wine. No. And that's why it's, like, always blown my mind. They give it to, like, kids and stuff when they yeah. make their communion. That's yeah. illegal? I mean, it's, can't, can't churches do, like, separation of church and say they can do what they want i don't know uh, i guess i mean not really but like in this case he stole the wine yeah they did i feel mm. like this is just funny um yeah that's like a another like seven out of ten kind of wild <laughs> seven out of ten i mean yeah they're taking the lord's the, wine the blood of christ the blood of christ was you stolen stole the blood of christ Maybe that is bad. Maybe that should be like a 9 out of 10. Jeez. Shady story. This is pretty long too. Shady story number three. This story was passed down to me from a friend and goes as follows. A young woman and her mother were about to leave the house for the day to go shopping. Her husband and kids had just left for the day as well. The mom and daughter were backing out of the driveway when they felt a huge bump as if they'd run over something. That something turned out to be their pet cat. They didn't want to leave the cat in the driveway or have the kids find out, so their idea was to wrap it up in a gap bag that they had in the car so that sadly later she could just tell, have her husband help bury the cat that night 
when the kids went to bed and they could tell the kids that the cat ran away or something. When they arrived at the mall, they thought it was best to just leave the cat outside of the car since it was a little warm and no one wants that smell in their car. So the girl takes the bag and hides it behind the rear wheel of the car. As they're walking toward the entrance of the mall, a woman and mother spot a lady darting over to their car and they watch in horror as she grabs the bag. They then watch her go running towards another entrance into the mall to the food court area. They hastily begin to follow this woman to tell her that she does not have some hot item in a gap bag. They follow her into the restaurant inside the mall that is buffet style and with a sit-down dining area after you get your food. They bypass the buffet and go sit down a few tables away from where this lady decides to sit. They're trying to find an appropriate time to go over and explain to the woman that she does not have some hot item in her bag, but a dead cat, and are trying not to embarrass her either for being a thief. Just as the girls are trying to get the courage to go up to her face, the thief decides before she eats to see what she stole. She opens the bag and lets out a gasp and then passes out in the middle of the restaurant. The workers have to call 911 and the ambulance shows up with first responders. At this point, they just decide to sit there and watch all of this play out because now there's no way in hell they're about to go over there. The worst part is when they were loading her up on the gurney to take her to the hospital, they threw all of her belongings on the gurney with her, including the damn dead cat. Everyone always wondered what her reaction was when she woke up at the hospital or even the hospital staff for why there was a dead cat in a gap bag. I guess moral of the story is don't steal. That's so bad. <clears throat> okay, but like, no way. I would have not proceeded to go to a mall <laughs> after running over like a pet. Yeah, no, actually, <laughs> I did think about that the first half of the story. I'm like, they, f- it feels a little too nonchalant. Of like, oh, just put it in the bag and like, it's fine. Yeah, no, my dad would have been ruined at that point. We, there would have been no shopping involved. I can't. I can't yeah. believe that. I also pictured this all at like our old local mall. Me too. Did I you was running into the food yeah. court? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's I funny. was picturing this there. This is. This, I could totally see something like this. this something occurring. like this would absolutely, absolutely, absolutely happen. Yeah. Um. I guess that is the moral of the story. Don't steal. I. What would you do? Like. Oh I mean, God. I would never take someone's bag by their car to start. But just imagine, like even, that's karma in real time. Yeah. That's literally. Worst case. Worst um, case scenario. Hot new item. I like how they referred to it as the hot, hot new, new item. item. Well, <laughs> technically this was like a written story because it's not their story. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Third person or however you say it. That's, that's yeah. pretty bad. I would say this is like nine out of ten. Yeah, that was a pretty good story. Yeah, lots of lots of shadiness this episode. Um, And we're going to continue that. No, not really, but kind of in the bonus content because we will be reviewing a few of the holiday drinks from Duncan, some food, and also going through the GQ Man of the Year fashion looks and just kind of like what went down. Yeah. So some more shadiness maybe in the bonus content this week. And keep submitting your shady stories. These were some good ones, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye.